welcome to the Improv Teachers Director's Edition. I am your host, Lauren Morris. In this version of Improv Teachers, we take a look at the artistic direction of improv. It's a side project since I love teaching improv, but I also happen to be an artistic director. And I think that it is helpful for us to dive into what the world of artistic directors are looking for. So every week or every couple of weeks, I will take a look at our shows and line up at AdLib Theater and give you what uh, I think worked, what didn't work, what our formats were, and hopefully some tools to help you become a better improviser, director, producer, or just general human. Thank you for listening. And here we go. This is Improv Teachers Director's Edition. is up and running and we had our first show of the year this past weekend we actually haven't started up rehearsals or classes yet so we all sort of came back excited to be back from break excited to play and as a result we had a really fun show I'm not going to spend too much time this week about it because overall everyone did really well as usual we had our three different sets uh, a duo up front And then um, our resident company team performed a slacker. And finally, our house team performed the Herald. The duo is actually myself and my duo partner, Michael. And we do this, um, we find it fun where it's talking about issues that are typically not debated. So we get that from the audience. And then there's two of us, but there's four characters. And it's never obviously about the issues. It's about the characters. And because the two of us enjoy playing absurd and ridiculous, it just becomes this crazy ride that somehow we're lucky enough that the audience enjoys uh, going on with us. So for us, our big thing is to stay very character driven and character focused. From the top, we want to make sure our characters have big playable gifts and character attributes, and then that we just keep filtering everything through that lens. So that's what we did this past week. It was a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. This team performed the Slacker format. The Slacker is a really fun, high-energy format. There's no opening, no hard sweep edits. In fact, the only edit we use in a Slacker is the tag-out edit. That way we can move forward from one world to the next. So you're always taking one character from the scene. So if you have 12 people on there, you have to take one character from that scene, move them forward. This format relies on callbacks, patterning, bold moves, confidence, and a lot of listening. It's a lot of fun. It's deceptively simple on the surface. It takes a lot of practice. And once a team gets going with it and they really dig deep into it, they can find a lot of success and audiences are delighted and are having a lot of fun. I'm excited to see what they can do. This is the team that was just auditioned before our break. And this is the team that uh, will be up on Saturday nights alongside our house team. And they performed a slacker. They did a great job. My biggest note to them was what we're going to be working on now is from time to time, it would become just these two person scenes. So really uh, enriching the environment that's with them and enriching uh, and just making the experience more full. So it's not just like these 2D characters, but a 3D experience for the audience. And the way you do that is by having things going on that don't pull focus, but add to the scene. So whether it's other characters coming through, because if you are doing a scene in your local coffee shop, 
it's not just two people in the coffee shop. There's other things going on in the coffee shop or using performers to build out the object. So we're going to work on a lot of tableau building in the next several weeks. And it was just, uh, they did a great job. They did a really good job of making sure that characters were established, that they were playing through that character lens and that if they ran, a, if they came across a premise, since we're not really a premise based, um, the, the philosophy we're playing off of is not completely premise based, that they had a character behind that premise so that they could play the premise and then move forward and have somewhere else to go. As I said, we've been on break, so there's not going to be a whole lot of um, notes, but it was really good to see them getting out there, taking risks, making big choices, and that is what makes these scenes work. When we are able to just make a choice and know that our partners on stage are going to say fuck yeah to this and keep it going. So following their set was the house team, and uh, we did our Herald. We so a format that we put up every week at AdLib Theater is the Herald. The Herald is a legendary form created in I.O. Chicago with Del Close and Sharna Halpern. This format has a three-beat structure. The training wheels format, it will have an opening. Beat one, scene A, B, C, game. Beat two, A, B, C, another game. Beat three, A, B, C. We have expanded upon the training wheels format and we really enjoy performing the Herald. I learned Herald quite a long time ago. And ever since opening AdLib Theater, I've been performing the Herald almost every night for the past four years. So it's something that is really true to what I do and who I am as a player. And I really love it. And it's something that I'm always striving to take into new territory and see what's next. talking about our opening a lot uh because we have been on break we really haven't been working on it so we just did our opening that we've been doing for now and that's something that we know needs to be expanded a bit and um and just a little and, and just zhuzh it up a little bit but it was fine it was it we've got some really good ideas out of it because the whole point of the opening is ideation and we don't like to stay too long in an opening because for us the fun is playing in the scenes we went into our scenes our first beat, we established characters very quickly. We made choices. We, uh, when we surprised each other, we just leaned into it more and had more fun with it. Again, this whole evening was just a celebration of 2019 and getting the year uh, kicked off on the right foot. Our big takeaway, well, there's we had a, a couple of takeaways. One was uh, parts of second beat, we didn't go deep enough into the world. We really, really wanted dig deeper. So that means getting away from those initial characters we saw in beat one. And we didn't do that. And during our notes, we came, we all thought of how we could have done that. And we were all like, Oh, I can't believe we just thought of that. Why weren't we thinking of that in the moment? But that's improv and that happens. And that's also um, why it's good to do notes. It's, yeah, we can't go back. I mean, the ship is in the bottle. We can't fix it. But we can talk about how to get to a deeper place or how to get away from those initial characters. And even though we're never going to see those characters again, just uh, creating those ideas together post-show 
helps us build um, ideas for the future. It helps us build vocabulary for the future and it plants the seed of what we want to happen. So the next time we're on stage, we're ready to go deeper. We're ready to make bigger choices. We're ready to get away from those uh, initial characters. Our other note was one of our scenes was a like we have we like our peaks and valleys and, and it's fun to play with tempo and that's what makes improv interesting you don't want your show to be just like one tempo one note but we had such a high peak that when we went to the valley it went too fast into the valley so we went from this really high energy and then just dropped so we talked about how like go we want to keep that really high energy but then letting it drop but not drop so low that all of the energy is just sucked away from the stage and what's going on but i'm not even sure that the audience noticed because we recovered so quickly from it it's just internally we felt it so we talked about it and it has to do with um making sure our edits are sharp making sure we're all being clear, making sure that even if we're really steeped in something in the moment that we don't forget other things have to go on and that we know that this, the, that we've reached the highest point we can reach in a scene. So if it's edited time, if it's editing time and you, you just have to know, you have to feel it so that when the other people are editing, you're also somewhat editing yourself out of there instead of just kind of lurking around waiting. So those were things that like we talked about, but those are things we can also work on. We're also going to be working on tableau building so that we get more of that 3D experience. And we're going to be working, everyone, every single performer right now has an individual challenge and a team challenge. And we are all working on those together. So I'm really excited to see what happens uh, in the next several weeks. I'm excited to share it with you guys give you guys some tools, get those to take away. I'm excited for our upcoming guests that are coming up uh, on the podcast. And I really appreciate uh, you guys taking a listen. And until next time, uh, I'm Lauren. Uh, you can find me at laurenhas3.com, adlibcomedy.com, Facebook, Instagram, all those great things. And until then, thanks so much. This is Improv Teachers, the Director's Edition. Mm-hmm.